Is God real? This man claims to be the Almighty, but should you give him your blood? The answer may shock you tonight on ATP News at 10. Yes, I believe it's just a bit further down this driveway. Once we're there, we can give the car to the ballet and enjoy ourselves a good old-fashioned garden party. Sweet. Uh, do you think they're gonna let us use their bathroom? That white clam pizza we got in New Haven is not sitting well with me, man. Mmm, yes, I concur. Well, I say if they don't let us use the bathroom, then we run past security as quickly as we can and do our business in the first ficus that we can find. Yeah, good call. Oh, wait, there's the valet. Um, while I'm pulling up here, do you want to tell the audience why we are at uh, this Connecticut mansion? Ah, uh, yes. Well, to catch the audience up, I am still without my supernatural abilities due to a vote held by the state embodiments in which one of them did not vote for me to remain the embodiment of an only hope for America, which then turned off my powers. My producer Tim and I are currently on a road trip across America to see which state embodiment did not vote for yours truly and to convince them to change their vote. We have already visited the embodiments of and only hopes for the great states of Delaware, Pennsylvania, New Jersey for way too long, and Georgia, all of which voted for yours truly to remain the embodiment of and only hope for America. We are currently pulling into the estate of Charles Abernathy IV, the embodiment of and only hope for the great state of Connecticut. It's Connecticut, and one of them are going to correct you, and I'm going to let them, and you're going to be embarrassed. Kim Possible, I am incapable of being embarrassed, and none of the people here would ever talk back to me. Only fools would dare talk back to me. Take your keys. Uh, oh, yeah, man, here's the keys, and uh, here's ten for you. You only said that because you wanted to make sure the audience knew you tipped the valet a measly ten dollars when I know for a fact that you have four hundred dollars in your wallet. Screw you, man. You know what? Go to a segment. I'm gonna go get a drink and take a shit. In that order. Ah, uh, I like the way you think, my friend. And Tim is right for once in his life. It is time for a segment, and not just any segment, the most important segment. It's time for My American Life. Our first question comes from Little Jordan from New Haven, Connecticut. Little Jordan writes, Dear Mr. Thebidias, why are you a political independent? Signed, Little Jordan, New Haven, Connecticut. Well, Little Jordan has the embodiment of and only hope for the United States of America and her territories. It would be politically irresponsible of me to belong to any specific political party. Granted, I am also a big fan of capitalism because I'm an American and uh, have helped out the GOP plenty throughout history. I also do quite a bit of work for the Democrats when, uh, well, it fiscally suits me. And if there are any leftist causes that, uh, you know, will give me some sweet, sweet cash and help me become even richer, well, call me and I'll be happy to help. Don't do fascists, though. I spent most of the 30s and the 40s trying to get rid of them. But I digress. I will always be a political independent as long as America is as divided as I am about whether or not I enjoy Love Island or The Circle more. This has been My American Life. What a wonderful tidbit from my American life. Um, well, now we're here at the garden party and I need to find Tim. Ah, uh, oh, there he is over by the hors d'oeuvres. Tim, over here. Anyways, um, it was cool meeting you, man. Uh, take care, I gotta go uh, meet up with my friend. Hey, man. Sorry, I was testy earlier. Uh, that clam pizza. Uh, what, what, what is wrong with Connecticut? So many things. Anyways, did you make a new friend? Uh, yeah, he's one of the descendants of Benedict Arnold. Ah, right. I knew I recognized him. That's William Arnold. He's a piece of shit. Don't talk to him. 
Why not? He likes to refer to himself as a Tory. He says it's a jest, but I think he and the rest of the Arnolds are still monarchists. Oh yeah, he was going on a little too long about his calendar of a shirtless King Charles. Uh, ugh, gross. Um, okay, wait, where's the embodiment of Connecticut? I can't find them anywhere. Um, right, um, it's that wasp over there. I mean, you're gonna have to be more specific, man. Everyone here is a wasp. I've never seen so many khaki pants. Uh, which one? I mean, he's that wasp right over there. He's hard to miss. Okay, are you gonna go talk to him then? No, I think I want to enjoy this garden party a bit and have myself a crab cake before I talk business. You can go talk to him if you wish. Alright, well, I guess enjoy yourself. I'm gonna go talk to the embodiment of Connecticut. Alright, as for me, America, I'm gonna go find the nearest crab cake plate and eat every single one of them. While I do that, you can listen to Great American Facts! On today's Great American Facts, we hear about the great state of Connecticut. Uh, Connecticut? Connecticut. Connecticut? You know what? I don't care. It's the one with all the white people. The great state of Connecticut was the fifth state to ratify the American Constitution and the first state to just be obsessed with garden parties. I mean, look at them. Those waspy-ass people acting like they invented brunch in the backyard. I too like brunch. Why don't I get invited to garden parties? I demand a crab cake. The great state of Connecticut is home to the old Newgate Prison and Cooper Mine, which is the oldest surviving prison in America. In a related story, private prisons should be abolished. There is no joke here, and I encourage you to call your congressperson at 202-224-3121 and demand they help abolish the private prison system. A popular pizza in the great state of Connecticut is the white clam pizza, which is gross. The great state of Connecticut is home to America's first speed limit, established in 1901. The limit itself came to a whopping 12 miles per hour in the city and 15 on the highway, a limit that would one day be broken by great Americans such as Dominic Toretto, Brian O'Connor, Roman Pierce, uh, I think Ludacris drove in one of those movies, Michelle Rodriguez, of course, and, uh, oh, let's not forget The Rock, a.k.a. Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. America's future president. The great state of Connecticut is known as the Provision State since it helped supply America's army during the American Revolution. And you can hear my personal account of the American Revolution in Season 5 of America the Podcast, out now on all podcast apps and americathepodcast.com. This has been Great American Facts! <laughs> a set of great American facts indeed. Well, America, I have eaten now two plates of crab cakes, and I am on my way to find a third. While I do that, you can listen to this very important commercial and give me money. It's the only thing that makes me happier than crab cakes. We'll be right back. Hi everyone, I'm Tim Philippi, founder of Shway Media and the producer of the show you're enjoying right now. At Shway Media, we produce a lot of content, and due to, you know, capitalism, we need money to keep making that content. And that's where you, the fan, can help out. In the description of this episode, you'll find multiple affiliate links that help out Shway Media and help out you as well. You can also head over to shwaymedia.com affiliates for a full list of the affiliate links that help out Shway, help out you, or maybe even help out one of your friends or family members. And that's it. That's the commercial. Thanks for listening. And now, back to the show. 
And we're back, America, here at the home of Charles Abernathy IV, the embodiment of and only hope for the great state of Connecticut, and a man that my producer Tim has been chatting up while I find, uh, well, call it a collection of crab cakes. Now I'm on a mission to find some shrimp cocktails. Uh, let's see, where did that son of a bitch waiter go? Let's see, um... Yo, yo! How are the crab cakes? Ah, hello, Timothy. They were delicious. And how was speaking with the embodiment of and only hope for the great state of Connecticut? Uh, well, it would have been cool if that were him. That was a guy named Thomathan Ludgate. I don't know who the fuck that was, but it wasn't him, man. I mean, are you sure? Yeah, man. I asked him about it. He had no idea what I was talking about, and then went on for like 15 minutes about the inheritance tax, and was kind of a dick. Actually, everyone here is kind of a dick. Ah, yes, the garden party crowd in Connecticut can be rather rude at times. I think it's due to their waspiness. I mean, can being white, Anglo-Saxon, Protestant really matter that much to a person's personality? It can, and it does. Now, run along and talk to Charles Abernathy IV, the embodiment of and only hope for the great state of Connecticut, while I hunt for a shrimp cocktail. Go, go, go. I mean, which one is he, man? I get... Point him out. He's that wasp right over there. Jesus Christ, Tim, use your eyes. Do I need to get the deep state to give you robot eyes? No, man, I mean, well, no, um, okay, no, 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 I don't, I don't need robot eyes. To, uh, I see him, I think I see him. I'm, I'm just gonna go talk to the guy. You go find your shrimp cocktail and maybe do another segment. You don't tell me when to do a segment. I tell me when to do a segment. And I'm telling me to do a segment right now. It's time for a segment about American slang. It's time for Slang-a-ding-dang. Slang-a-ding-dang? That's not funny. I thought we hired you writers from the Growlings. Wait, we hired you from the Meowlings? Oh, great. Well, that's not what this is called. It's uh, a segment about slang from Connecticut. Our first slang word is a pizza, which just means pizza in Connecticut. They added an A for some reason. Not sure why you did that, but, um, well, I, uh, I guess, uh, uh, to each, uh, their own. Uh, I don't know. Our next slang word is moots, which means mozzarella. Uh, fun word to say, uh, moots. I think I'm going to use that from now on. You get one, Connecticut. Our next slang word is nutmegger, which sounds both sexual and a bit racist, but it's uh, a word that describes someone from Connecticut, so I guess uh, that's on you guys. This slang word is nips, which means little bottles of liquor, which, uh, well, I personally drink when it gets nippy outside, so maybe that's where it comes from? Let me know in the comments, Connecticut. This has been, well, not sling-a-ding-dang, meowling writers. Oh boy, I have a bad feeling about all of these future slang sketches. What a weird bunch of words and phrases the great state of Connecticut uses. Well, now that we're back, I believe it's time for me to go find Charles Abernathy IV, the embodiment of and only hope for the great state of Connecticut. And to do that, we need to go find my producer, Tim, who is marching up to me right now like an angry baby. What happened? Dude, the guy you pointed out was not Charles Abernathy. No one here is Charles Abernathy. I've asked a ton of other people. I even met a guy who called himself a human day trader, and I'm pretty sure he meant human trafficker. There is not a single human being at this garden party that goes by Charles Abernathy IV. Well, there isn't one here. He's a wasp. Ha ha, yeah, I get it. Rich, white, Anglo-Saxon, Protestant types are subhuman or whatever. But seriously, which one of these people is Charles? I want to talk to him so we can get the fuck out of here and go to Boston. Ah, I see we have fallen victim to confusion caused by an acronym versus the actual word. What? Come with me, Timothy. Right this way. All right, whatever. Caff I drink, sir? Uh, yeah, thanks, man. All right, Thab, which one is he? Right here. Timothy, may I introduce Charles Abernathy IV, the embodiment of and only hope for the great state of Connecticut. How are you doing, my dear friend? 
Oh my god, he's an actual wasp? Of course, what were you expecting? A human being? I mean, why? The embodiment of it only hope for the great state of Pennsylvania is half groundhog. Don't be an animal racist, Timothy. I think it's called speciesist. Well, don't be that either. Have you seen Planet of the Apes? Uh, you know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm terribly sorry. Mr. Abernathy, it is great to meet you. You have a beautiful home, and this is a wonderful party. I did not get any crab cakes, and I'm kind of confused about how I understood that. Oh, it comes from hanging out with me. You'll get used to it. So I can talk to animals now? Yep. Fucking cool, man. Oh, trust me, it's not that great. Most of them are very annoying, especially dogs. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but definitely not wasps, am I right? Wasps are great. Oh, you don't have to get the waiter to bring over crab cakes. I'm fine. I believe you misheard him, Timothy. He's bringing over that waiter to reprimand him in front of all of his friends. It's a rich people thing, and it is a ton of fun. That's horrible. Oh, uh, yes, Mr. Abernathy. Oh my god, my eye! Holy shit, he just stung that guy in the fucking eye! Maybe he should be better at his job. Dude, fuck you and fuck this 1% garden party bullshit. I'm gonna go wait in the car. You find out if he fucking voted for you, stupid goddamn bee. I said to not be speciesist, Timothy. Ugh, I am terribly sorry about my racist producer, Mr. Abernathy. I just simply need to know if you voted for me in the embodiment ceremony. <coughs> ah, well that is good to hear and I thank you for your vote. <coughs> what do you mean I cannot come back to another garden party? <coughs> Oh, don't worry, I will not only leave my racist producer at home, but I'm going to be feeding him to my Illuminati brand alligators. <coughs> yes, I concur, Charles. They do indeed get the job done. Well, I must be off, and I do thank you for a lovely party full of crab cakes and shrimp cocktails, of which I consumed many. <coughs> yes, unfortunately, I do need to get going, despite loving a good fox hunt, and that does sound quite entertaining, but I need to get to Boston to interrogate the embodiment of and only hope for the great state of Massachusetts. Fare thee well, Charles. Friends. All right, America, it's time for me and my producer Tim to head to Boston. Once we're there, we'll get some Dunkin' Donuts, maybe harass Matt Damon a little bit, and then find the embodiment of and only hope for the great state of Massachusetts. Who are they? You'll have to tune in next week to find out. Thanks for listening, America. Don't forget to follow the show on iTunes or subscribe on Spotify, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app, or YouTube, or even simply head to AmericaThePodcast.com. I will be in your ears again next week. For now, good night and good fight. It's America! You've been listening to America, the podcast presents Road Trip, a journey across America. The show stars Tim Philippi and Thebidias Hayes starred the embodiment of an only hope for America as themselves. Due to technical difficulties while recording in the field, the additional voices heard in this episode were provided by Alana Matos. The amazing America the Podcast theme song you are listening to right now is by Timmy Two-Step and all other music and sounds heard in this show were procured through the fantastic companies and artists listed in the show notes. America the Podcast is mixed and edited by Tim Philippi at Shway Media Studios in Austin, Texas. Executive producers for the show are Alana Matos, Tim Philippi, and Thebidias A. Starr. For more information, please visit shwaymedia.com and americathepodcast.com. Copyright 2023, all rights reserved.
been a production of Shui Media, all rights reserved. For more information, please visit shuimedia.com. Thank you.